What's cracking? Big dose. Welcome, bike, to the channel. Welcome, bike, to the HQ. I can't point out the wall and say this is BDGE because the big sign's not there anymore. It's a sad day. It's a sad day. It's our last day in the uh, last day in the headquarters. Beta version two. We got our we got our keys to the new place. We got our keys to the new place today. We're moving in. We're moving out. We're moving in. We're upgrading. We're downgrading. I don't know. Whatever you would fucking call it. We got a new HQ incoming though, uh, which is why everything is bare right now. So bear with me. I'm sorry. I won't ever do that again. All right. So here's what's good. We got one announcement. Two. We got a few announcements. One, the NFL draft stream. We will be streaming for the entirety of the NFL draft next week, Thursday, Friday, Saturday. We will not be doing it from the HQ. Underdog Fantasy has made a huge mistake. They've made a monumental mistake in that they're sending the Big Dog crew down to Miami. Down to Miami, Florida to live stream from what looks like LeBron James's fucking mansion. Okay? They rented out an Airbnb for the week, for the month or some shit. Myself, Animal, FB God, and Fake Intern Tony are going down to Miami to live stream the entire NFL draft. It's going to be ridiculous. It's going to be so much fucking fun. And I hope you all are there to join us. But speaking of underdog, speaking of underdog, they have launched this new game. They've launched a new game on their platform. We're just going to head over there so you guys can stop looking at my disgusting HD face. They have launched a new game on their platform, which is a rookies and sophomores only game. And it's fucking amazing. It's actually four person. All right. So the league is four people. Normally when I do these underdog drafts, you see me go through 12 team lineups. The draft is long. It's tough. You got to have stamina if you want to get through, especially as a content guy like myself. You know, I'd be fucking running laps around my block just so I can get through underdog mock drafts. But they've diversified the revenue. Business 101. Always diversify the revenue. No one does it better. Underdog Fantasy, the only place we're going to be drafting this offseason. The only place you guys should be drafting, all right? The link will be in the description as well as in the pinned comments of the live chat. Are people on YouTube? Can y'all hear me? What's good? How's everybody doing? Only 28 people watching right now? What's good? Is this shit, like, not live? Oh, I forgot. It's pretty early on a Saturday morning. That makes a little bit of sense. What's good? How we doing, Brady? Jag? No. Dylan was cracking. Josh, the rookie and sophomore drafts are dope. Yes, I've done a couple of them so far. They're good. We're going to talk some strategy. We're going to talk some player analysis on the rookies and sophomores. Uh, but again, make sure you download the Underdog app. Their app is flawless. It is beautiful. It is gorgeous, unlike myself. So you're going to go right onto the homepage, and you're going to see right here, rookies and sophomores. And here are the game setups. So it's, it's, a, it's a GPP, guaranteed prize pool of $25,000. 2.8K entrance, all right? 2.8K entrance. Which means, I mean, one divided by 2.8. Not great at math, but I think someone from the fucking Big Dogs audience is taking this. I think someone from the Big Dogs audience is taking this. And they've got some interesting rules. So it's a four-team league. So you're playing against three other people. <coughs> and you draft 12 players. Now the starting lineup, and here, here are the prize giveaways, right? Depending on where you finish. So the first place gets five thousand, second place twenty five hundred, third place twelve hundred and fifty dollars. I know all of us broke peasants can use that. 
tournament schedule, whatever. So the scoring, half PPR as usual, but the roster construction is is uh, is interesting. So it's one quarterback. You're only starting one running back. You're going to start two either wide receivers or tight ends. You're going to start one flex, and then you have seven bench spots. So to me, off the rip, here we're going to enter it to make sure it fills up. I wonder if I could share this one with people. Not right now. Okay, I can't share. Oh, wow, filled up real quick. Okay, so we're starting in... 60 seconds, I'm assuming. I think we have the third pick. So we got the third pick. And basically, based on these scoring settings, right? We're at one quarterback, one running back, two of the wide receiver tight ends. One, you don't even have to draft. You don't have to draft a tight end. You don't have to draft a tight end because you don't actually have to start one. There's no dedicated slot to the tight end, which is fucking amazing because who the fuck likes drafting uh, tight ends ever? Especially if the... Especially if uh, it's rookies and sophomores, because rookie and sophomore tight ends very rarely do anything productive-wise. So you don't have to draft the tight end, which is beautiful. You only draft one quarterback, but here's the thing. Again, rookie and quarterback, rookie and sophomore quarterbacks, uh, there's not that many of them, okay? And while in regular, in regular leagues, one quarterback leagues, you don't value the quarterback because there's so many good options, this is a little bit different. Uh, I would say that this is probably a little bit more important Umbra was good. Connor, no. Michael, I'm not, I will not I will not auto draft on this. I could put that on my mother. I could put it on Oh shit, am I on the clock? Oh lord. All right, so uh the quarterback's off the board. Justin Herbert's off the board. I'm probably going to need to use my uh my app for this otherwise I can't pay attention. So just bear with me. We'll get through some player analysis. Let's see. Active rookies sophomores got 12 seconds left. We're probably going to take a quarterback just because of the I lied. We're going to take Jonathan Taylor cuz fuck it cuz he's going to go off next year. So basically, uh since the quarterbacks you're only getting one starter, right? You you get one starter, but there's not that many rookie and sophomore quarterbacks. So you want to make sure that the scarcity of the position doesn't creep up on you and you miss out on it cuz if you do start fading quarterbacks thinking, "Oh, you know, we don't need quarterbacks because it's a one quarterback league." That's where you fuck yourself, okay? Um, because there's probably only, you know, six or seven quarterbacks to choose from. And with four players in the draft, four players in the draft, those are going to go quick. So I'm going to take Jalen Hurts here because he should be a fantasy stud. And you want two quarterbacks because here's the thing. They score the most points, right? The The quarterbacks in fantasy score the most points. They're just devalued because of scarcity. But... When scarcity becomes a problem for quarterbacks, they become way more valuable. You don't have you want you don't want to have a week where you're missing a quarterback. So you need to draft at least two starters in this format, but they're going to be devalued. That's the thing. Okay. Uh, the other thing to notice is like Hayden Winks, who works for Underdog now, did a really good write up, which I will link in the description down below. He did a really good write up of a really good write up of like strategy for this particular setting for this particular draft. Which again, y'all should go download Underdog. I'm bike on the clock. Should got download Underdog. Um, let's see. Running backs are still a plenty. Wide receivers are off the board. We are going to take. I think I want to get my second quarterback and just call it a day here. Do we like Fields? Do we like Wilson? Do we like Trey Lance? I will go with. Uh, I'm going to go with Fields here. Because I have the most confidence in him being a good fantasy floor quarterback we have two is sitting there who i don't love i think he could be like a 225 passing yards per game type of guy uh zach wilson i feel like could is probably going to be shit here 
in my in New York for at least the first year. Trey Lance, we don't know if he's going to be a starter off the rip. So I'll, I'll go with Justin Fields, and wherever he lands will probably be the starter. So I am bike on the clock. And uh, running backs are sitting there. I like the running backs. I'm not going to dive into wide receivers yet because I just don't think they have a lot of value. I have one running back, but I want to have a really good bike up. And we're going to go J.K. Dobbins over DeAndre Swift right now. That's where I've landed with the sophomore running backs. I'm in the middle of doing research for all the sophomore wide receivers, so we'll get into those um, We'll get into the sophomore wide receivers more in depth as the offseason goes by. But for running backs right now, I'm just concerned about DeAndre Swift's situation overall, bro. Like, he's going to be in Detroit, and I get it. He might be one of the only playmakers there. But when we're looking for when we're looking for upside or when we're looking for ceiling realistically, when we're looking for what we want to see out of DeAndre Swift, there are a lot of red flags. Talented running back, but this offense might not give him any goal line opportunities. They might literally win four games this year. And uh, and sorry if you guys don't see the movement on the if you guys don't see the movement on the uh, on the draft boards because I'm actually drafting on my phone. So Najee Harris goes before James Robinson. That is interesting. Travis Etienne and James Robinson off the board. So the thing is, you have to start two wide receiver slash tight end flexes. So that puts me in a spot where I can't just keep going running back because I can't use them. I could use one running back, one flex. So actually, honestly, because James Robinson's a workhorse, I think I'm actually going to take him here. See, he'll be the best backup. And wide receivers are kind of are kind of deep, to be honest. Uh, I probably should have went with Jerry Judy there. But we already got a quarterback, so I'm feeling good about that. We went with Chase Claypool. All right, I got my guy Jerry Judy there. Jerry Judy's an interesting case, man. Jerry Judy's an interesting case. I started doing uh, my research on Jerry Judy the other day. The, the obvious testament to Jerry Judy is he had a fuckload of targets, 113 targets. I actually looked that up. Since the year 2000, his 113 targets were 22nd or 23rd most among any rookie. Among any rookie, those 113 targets were the 22nd most. A lot of volume. Was he good on them? Eh, it wasn't bad. I mean, for a rookie, 850 receiving yards, very, 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 very good by, uh, by all accounts. Problem is, like he did it with no outside competition. No, Fant was hurt for a little while. Cortland Sutton was obviously hurt for the entire year. Drew Locke stunk. All right. His target accuracy was terrible. If we look up what um, what Jerry Judy's year was comprised of, had a lot of air yards, had a ton of air yards, but the second most unrealized air yards in the NFL last year. So ton of opportunity just slipping through. Some of that was his fault, though. He had a game with five fucking drops. All right. Jerry Judy's a guy who's had problems with drops, but he's athletic. He's a great route runner. Um, and I'm I'm not going to say I'm like completely bought in on him, but I think he has a really, really nice floor for this upcoming year, depending on what would be fucking amazing is if the Denver Broncos ended up getting Justin Fields. And then I get that stack right there. Justin will uh, Justin Fields and Jerry Judy together. So now I'm sitting on the clock and do I take another wide receiver? I don't like any of the running backs on the board right now. I might just take another quarterback and say, fuck it. Does Trey Lance play this year? Ah, man, I feel like he's going to go to a team. I'm, I'm going to take Trey Lance, kind of a luxury pick, to be honest. But here's the thing. Here is the thing. Um, I don't know where Trey Lance is going to go. Is it Denver? Is it fucking San Fran? Is it New England? If it goes to San Fran, that'd be fantastic because he might actually play off the rip. But um, these formats, so these formats, oh boy, I'm back on the clock. And I basically just knocked some people out of having a second quarterback, which is huge because you're only playing against four people. You're only playing against three other people. So if you can knock one guy out of the tournament immediately, that's huge. Huge. All right, so I need to take another wide receiver. Do we go Devonta Smith? Yeah, we'll go with Devonta Smith here, even though that was dumb because I, I, I have Rashad Bateman ranked above Devonta Smith. So that was kind of just like a panic pick. He's probably going to end up going to the Giants at 11 and being the number two off the rip. 
Uh, I should have taken Rashad Bateman. Should have taken Rashad Bateman. Good pick there, uh, whoever, whoever took him. So, um, yo, hit the thumbs up if you're watching right now. We got 74 people in the chat. We only got 13 thumbs up. If you want to play this style of drafting with rookies and sophomore only, it's my favorite game on Underdog right now. Make sure you sign up on Underdog. When you deposit money, use the promo code BDGE. Let them know that I sent you. Use BDGE. What's up, Blake? What's going on? So in these formats, right, like if I can knock people out of having a second quarterback, which is going to be huge, that 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 uh that knocks three uh, a person out of the competition. The other thing to note is because you're playing for a guaranteed prize pool rather than just against each other, right? Like you don't uh you don't need to win your league per se. You're just trying to get the highest score. So you want to make a unique team, right? You want to make a team where like someone random might hit some rookie that you're like really confident in. That's like a, a lower pick or something might hit and kind of pop for you. Let's see what we got that not a lot of teams have drafted, right? Cause you want to get a little, you want to get a little spicy with the teams. So we've got, we have three running backs already. I'm debating between Trey Sermon and, uh, and Denzel Mims here, but Eagles only has one running back. So I think he ends up taking Trey Sermon. I think he wanted Trey Sermon. This is almost like he, this is a good format to go like zero RB, honestly, because you're just looking for upside. You're not really playing with floor. You're not playing for floor. There you go. See, there goes the running backs off the board. Zach Moss. That's a good. That's not a bad pick. I think Zach Moss has a. I think Zach Moss has a nice little, little sneaky upside and a sneaky floor here. There you go. He went with the two running backs. So that was good by me because now I get my choice of wide receivers. So do we go Jalen Rager? Dude, Jalen Rager was just straight up bad last year, but. But Deshaun Jackson's gone. Alshon Jeffrey's gone. They get a new fresh start offensive coordinator, new quarterback that they're going to be working together for the full time. And I have Hurts, so I kind of like the stack. Um, depending on what they do, though, in the draft. They did move back, so it's it's very possible that they don't. I'm going to go with Rager here. I probably should have went with Mims. But it's very possible that because the Eagles move back, they don't get, they don't get um, one of the wide receivers that would actually push the needle backwards for Rager, right? If they stayed at six... They stayed at six and they're looking at Jamar Chase or they're looking at, you know, uh, someone that really, really makes an impact uh, at uh, what are they at? Like 12 or 13 now? What's, what the fuck is even the draft order? I don't know. Someone tell me where the Eagles are. I'm probably making stuff up at this point, to be honest. No way you take Hurts over Burrow in a normal league, right? Uh, oh, 100% taking Hurts. Dude, for fantasy... For fantasy, you got to realize that one, like I'm, I, you got to be a little bit nervous about Burrow's health coming into the season. He might be very limited for the first like month, if he's even playing the first month, and um, if he's not, then I still would take Hurts for his rushing ability. Just when he played last year, he doesn't, he doesn't even have to throw good. He just needs to, he just needs to show up and ball on the ground. Okay, so now we are at the picks where, let's see. Let me check these guys off so you can see who's still on the board. Oh, we got five seconds left. Michael Carter. No, we're going to go with uh, Rondell Moore. Who'd they take? All right, we got Rondell Moore. So I'm going with Rondell Moore on the hopes that he gets drafted to the Packers or the Saints at the end of the first round and is their slot guy slash just wide receiver too, who's a playmaker. I think that the, both of those spots would be perfect, perfect fits, you know, um, he's a guy that can play at the line of scrimmage. That is the only concern I have with Rondell Moore. Obviously, you know, if you watch my top five rookie wide receiver video a couple days ago, 
The big concern with Rondell Moore is his height came in at 5'7", which we've really never seen. Oh, shit, I'm back on the clock. We've never really seen, uh, we'll go with Elijah Moore there, because here's a, here's the thing. One of these fuckers, Rondell Moore or Elijah Moore, one of the Moore brothers, one of the Moore brothers, that's not scientific, they're not genetically linked together. One of the Moore brothers are going to go to the Saints or the Packers, and one of them is going to explode during the rookie year because of the situation and the spot that they're in. So we'll just take fucking both of them. Skirt. Okay. So that is my team. That is my lineup. Let's see what they... Where is the draft board that I just did? Okay. So this was my team here. We have Justin Fields and... Oh, no. I didn't take Trevor Lawrence, did I? No. Where the fuck is my team? Where is my team, bruh? Sorry, I have so much software running right now that my computer is going like, uh, it's moving like, like Slowpoke. Slowpoke, the name of that Pokemon that's just like fat and just, just like a huge pink blob. Nope. I don't even, I'm sorry guys. I don't know what happened to my team. Active, completed, there we go. Just show me the one team I just did. Exposure, no. All right, well, we'll have to send that to their team and make sure we lock that up. But uh, we're going to come back to YouTube real quick and start answering a, a little bit of Q&A before we dip out of here. Uh, if you guys want to draft with me on Underdog, if you want to draft with me on Underdog, make sure that you download the app. First of all, it's the first link in the description. Make sure you're following my social medias, which I'll throw back on the screen right now because I'll be tweeting out the links to the drafts and whatnot. And uh, the rookie sophomore draft, as you saw, is very enjoyable. Results. I'm trying to find. I'm trying to find where they are on the website. I can. I could see it on here. Let me see if I can put that up for you guys there. There you go. You can see the team there. Jalen Hurts, Justin Fields, Trey Lance at quarterback, Jonathan Saylor, J.K. Dobbins, James Robinson, Trey Sermon at at a wide receiver or a running back, Jerry Judy, Devonta Smith, Jalen Rager, Rondell Moore, Elijah Moore at wide receiver slash tight end, which is probably a bad move to be honest with you. I didn't draft any tight ends because again, again, no, dude, Jigglypuff was one. The Slowpoke was the one who like sat in the middle of the path that you had to play the flute to wake his fat ass up. You know what I'm talking about? So that was my team. Uh, and basically, again, you don't have to draft a tight end. So we're talking about rookies and sophomores. Like I'm very much probably going to stay away from them because I'm not about to bet on like, I'm not going to draft Kyle Pitts. I'm not going to use really high draft capital on him, nor am I going to draft any of these sophomores. I mean, you could draft TJ Hawkinson. I think that's a, a pretty good play there because, oh wait, is this the second year? Yeah. Cause he was top 10 pick last year. That was Snorlax. God damn it. Why did I think it was slow? It was Snorlax. Yeah. I'm sorry. So my computer is moving like Snorlax right now. Um, but yeah, I think, I think I did, I think I did well there. No, that is Snorlax. I get it now. I get it, guys. Stop fucking bullying me. Um, yeah, so go download Underdog. Use promo code BGE when you do so. We got any Q&A? What's up? You, you guys got me for the next 20 minutes or so. 
Actually, fuck, I got to get on. So I got to shower and get on a subway quick. Would you rather take Jamar Chase or Kyle Pitts for Dynasty tight end premium? Uh, tight end premium kind of moves the needle a little bit, but I would say uh, Hawk third year, my guy. Yeah, this is how widely unprepared I am. I like Jamar Chase there. I, I think Jamar Chase is just a, an extremely good wide receiver prospect. Um, I just don't like taking. I just don't like taking tight ends in the in like early on in in rookie drafts. It's just against my strategy, pretty much. It's like we say every year we get excited about certain guys and they just kind of fall through. They just don't. They just don't do much for you. It's like yes, like his value might go up from year to year, but like Jamar Chase's value has the chance of being like Ceedee Lamb slash Justin Jefferson levels of of shooting up in value. Are Buffalo receivers preferable in drafts, like for explosive offenses? Uh, I'm not really sure what you mean by that. I mean, you obviously want Stefan Diggs. I do think Stefan Diggs is like a candidate to regress statistically a little bit this year. I think there's a chance that like he gets overdrafted. People start drafting him in the early, early second round. I'm like, yeah, that's a fine, that's a fine pick. But like a lot of the stuff that he did last year, I feel like is not, um, it's not really repeatable. And with them adding something to the mix on offense. I'm, I don't know. He, it'll be a fine wide receiver one, but I'm not, I'm not about to draft him with like my first or early, early second round pick. I'd rather take a running back there. Favorite rookie quarterback uh, for fantasy? For fantasy, I mean, I feel like it's probably got to be, it, it depends where they land. Like if Justin Fields goes to San Fran, I would obviously like that a lot, but I'll, I'll just take the safe pick in Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he's going to give you rushing floor and he's got some really solid weapons around him just from the jump. Would you rather have Clyde or Antonio Gibson? I would take Antonio Gibson there. I don't know, man. What I saw out of Clyde last year, I liked I, I think he was fine. I, just, I don't know if he just doesn't have the upside that I think a lot of people thought he would this year or, you know, going forward. I don't I don't think he has it like 1,500 yard, 15 touchdown upside. Where are you taking Deshaun Watson in startups? I'm I'm pretty uh I'm pretty I'm pretty uh anti risk in startups for the most part. I tend to stay away from players that might get you a zero or might get you a dud or like because you're if it's a super flex league like you'll probably still have to take the sean watson in like the sixth or seventh round and i'd rather just load up on depth there so um with deshaun watson he's just a guy that i probably won't be drafting personally not looking good for him rb heavy and standard this year yeah rb heavy in every league type this year how confident are you in hurt starting yeah i mean he's he's gonna be a starter for sure i'm i'm i'm, I'm pretty 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 very confident in that was good d longo 107 for the 2022 first I have I mean like I don't I don't know what's the 2022 first you're just basically just telling me should I trade a first this year for a first next year any more context Cameron 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 which rookie quarterback do you think will be the best in fantasy this year? Again, depends on uh, depends on where they end up landing. I can't really answer that without context. Gibson is going to be a beast next year. He just needs targets. Yeah, that's the thing though. I I feel like to be to be honest with you, like this, it, it, it all makes sense now. My 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 fucking galaxy brain is finally expanding to the outer space. Antonio Gibson's biggest comp was Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon was a guy who we keep 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 saying he's going to get all these targets because he's such a good talent in the receiving game. Who was there fucking his target game up? Gio Bernard. Who is in Washington fucking Antonio Gibson's target game up? J.D. McKissick. J.D. McKissick was a wide receiver in college. He had individual reception totals of over 100, over 80, of over 60, two other times. He is a very, very, very good pass catching back. He's not just in the way of Gibson. He has earned a role in that offense. So 
I am, yes, I am nervous. Adding uh, Curtis Samuel to the mix, J.D. McKissick's still there. I'm a little bit nervous that Antonio Gibson does not see the target numbers that we want him to see. Can he be very good in the, in the rushing game? Sure. Can he go off for 10, 12 rushing touchdowns this year? Absolutely. But I'm a little bit hesitant about the ceiling that we think we're getting from him. Very, very similar situation to Joe Mixon. So early second round, I'm a little bit hesitant to pull the trig on Antonio Gibson. Who to draft at 106 Superflex with a win now team? Uh, guys, it, it, it's really, it's like impossible to answer rookie draft questions right now without knowing where people land. So y'all are going to have to follow the NFL draft stream that we're doing. Again, we're drafting from Miami. We're going to be in Miami. We're going to be in a fucking ridiculous Airbnb. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be hella fun. And we want y'all there. So make sure that you come uh, stream with the big dogs for it. Let us be your voice of reason. Don't listen to that ESPN bullshit. Listen to us. Let us whisper sweet, sweet, sweet nothings into your ear holes. Um, yeah, and then we could, we'll obviously be doing a lot of Q&A. We'll be doing a lot of giveaways for it. And, and in there, we can answer your rookie questions as, as players get picked and whatnot. Are we frozen? We're not frozen, right? Sam Darnold pick value in a Superflex PPR dynasty. I would I would give up an early second rounder for Sam Darnold. I think like uh realistically you should you you should be trading him for a late first. Are we are we frozen? God damn it, Ecam. Can you guys still hear me? Can we hear me though? <laughs> That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm -mm -mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. My internet speed fucking stinks. Can y'all hear me? I hope you can hear me. I'm just going to keep answering questions if you can. Uh, who do you... Okay, cool. Who do you want Atlanta to take? So, yeah, with Sam Darnold, I mean, realistically, you should try to be getting a first for him. Um, but I, I'm not opposed to holding on to him and seeing what happens. That Carolina wide receiver group is deadly. So I, I would hold on to him. I would trade an early second to get him. I would trade away him for a, a first if I could get that as well. Who do you want Atlanta to take with their number one pick this year? I want them to trade bike and grab a cornerback, uh, certain or JC Horn or something like that. But if they grab Kyle Pitts, whatever, uh, I would, I kind of want them to take a quarterback too. Like if they're going to stay at four, I'd rather them take a quarterback that can replace Matt Ryan. Eventually my 11, 17, 21 and 27 is, is, is for this year. And yes, I'm asking if that's a good trade. Yeah. Cameron, I'm saying like, I don't like, I, I don't, what's the 2022 pick I'm saying. Super Bowl prediction for this year, Chiefs versus Bucks again. 
I agree big time, Nick. It's really weird that he's a former receiver, just like McKissick. It just seems like they were really reserved with him last season. Yeah, frozen, frozen, six, 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 six. Since fans here, what's your take on Julio this year? Seems like a big value in the third-ish round when he's been a bike in round one guy for years. I assume he retake. Yeah, dude, I'm I'm uh, I'm very much in on Julio where he's going right now. If you look at underdog ADP, I want to say he's in like the fourth round right now. So you think the Eagles will mess up another first round pick this year? We miss DK and pick it up and go with Devonta Smith probably over uh Actually, eh, you know what? I'm not, I'm not about to get on to. I'm not about to historically be on the I hate Devonta Smith train. I'm not, I'm not doing that. I think he's a fantastic route runner and he'll be good. But um, yeah, I'm sure they'll fuck it up. Trade away one for a pick. Rodgers, Matt Ryan, Hurts, Tannehill, Superflex League. Uh, if you can get a back for if I would tra- I would trade away Matt Ryan. He is very close to the end of his career, in my opinion. Um, this is going to be a this is going to be an offense that is a lot more balanced too. They've had Dirk Cutter there in Atlanta for the last couple of years and they just throw the ball at like a 70% rate and that's not going to be the case with Arthur Smith. So I would go I would go with uh trading away Matt Ryan if you could. And I would try to get something in like the 106 to 108 range. As an Eagles fan, we will mess this pick up for sure more than likely an early 22 first that I'm getting. Yeah, I would I would take uh I don't remember if it was a Superflex league Cameron or not. If it was a Superflex league then I would probably keep the 107 because I think there's like a big tier gap right there. And this is a really good year for for quarterbacks. If it's a one quarterback league, I would probably move it for the 2020 first. 2022 first, sorry. How do you get your league bylaws for a Jew startup? I'm not really sure what part of that question I even want to start with. What is a, uh, oh, new, not you. <laughs> I was like, okay, what is, I was about to say, what is a Jew startup as opposed to like a, a Christian Orthodox startup? Those are my favorite personally. For a new startup, how do you get your league bylaws? So uh, I don't know if you're in if you're in Mike's Wolfpack um, Wolfpack Discord channel, a Discord thing from his Patreon, uh, Patreon.com forward slash Our Pack. He's got his bylaws up there. I will probably ask him. I will probably ask him for them and see if I could link them down below in the description afterwards, or I'll I'll post them and link them in our Patreon as well or our Discord, which you could also sign up for at Patreon.com. Oh no, Patreon.com forward slash BDGE, bro. I'm pretty sure we're apartment two. Fuck. If you like Julio where he's going, how about Ridley? When he was healthy last year, he was unstoppable. Yeah, I mean, they're both good. They're both good picks. Whoever's earlier, whoever's later is probably the guy I'd rather have. If it's like Calvin Ridley, end of second, early third, and Julio, like early fourth, I'd rather take Julio. How much crack should someone smoke before they trade away the 106 or 108 for Matt Ryan? Uh, I mean, there's there clearly a lot of crackheads in the dynasty community. People will do it, but I'd probably trade. I would probably grab like the 110 as well, to be honest. Maybe like the 109 or some shit. His time is coming. He's very much on the decline. All right. Clearly, the the video is absolutely dead. So. I'm going to leave you with that. I've got some plans. I've got to start heading out and making some moves. So I love you all. Thank you for uh, sticking around. Thank you for joining me on this beautiful, beautiful Saturday morning. Go drink a couple margs for your boy. We're about to hit brunch hard for a uh, good friend of mine's birthday. So I'll see you all on the flip side. I'll see you for tomorrow for Why You Yelling. We're bike with Why You Yelling. Make sure you go draft and sign up on Underdog Fantasy. All right. Underdogfantasy.com. The app. The link is right in the description. It'll, it'll take you right to your app store, whether you're on Google or iOS. 
Put in promo code BDGE when you deposit on there. And uh, if you're following me on all the socials, I will be tweeting out the links to the underdog drafts that I do so you guys can draft with me. All the Big Dogs crew is on there. Animal's on there. FB Guy's on there. Mike is on there. So we have... Uh, we have... Uh, we got a lot of people drafting at all times. So make sure you sign up. Make sure you tell them Big Dog sent you. Make sure you jump in some rookie and sophomore drafts. And that is it for y'all. I love you. We are... Dead. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications at TryLifeMD.com? We're now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. It's fun to put on jeans that you couldn't get into six months ago. Every morning, I look forward to getting on the scale. For anybody who's struggling with their weight, it's a godsend. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at trylifemd.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com.